To all you pseudo spitters, the sound is cool, but the trend I see is the truth is missing. missing. I feel the flow is stupid. You claim that the music's different. different. I guess it's all opinion, depending on who was listening. Yeah. What's the word, y'all? It's KTO underscore podcast. Hashtag KTO. We are KTO. We are back in the bill for episode 59 of No Rose Podcast. Yes, that's hashtag KTO. We are KTO. We are back in the building. And I am with my brothers, Big Harv and J Bo himself, live and direct. For this episode, come at y'all live. But my brothers, before we dive into this episode, I want to ask y'all, how are y'all doing today? I'm doing beautiful, my big brother. How about y'all? Yeah, man. I had fun today. I went to Dave and Buster's. Acted like a big kid with my kids. You know what I mean? So, good day. Good day. Good day. Yes, sir. Today was a good day. It's about to be a great day when we dive into this episode. But before we dive into this episode... Y'all got to do this one simple favor for us, and that is two. And yes, I am drinking water out of a wine glass. Don't judge me. But follow us on all social media platforms, KTO underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. No Rose Podcast, Facebook, and YouTube. No Rose Podcast, all uh, all podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Out Podcast, Podbean, or everything. And don't forget to get your merch at ProWrestlingTees.com slash KTR Podcast. Let's get it and let's go and dive into the show. You sure that's just water, my friend? <laughs> stumbling, stumbling a little bit. It is. It's, it's all right. The, the night is still young and it's bright and we're going to see some lights tonight. But we got some we got some interesting topics coming up today on this episode. I don't know which one to dive into right now. We have so many big things that have happened within the past two weeks. You know, uh... Let's 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 get into uh probably Hard's favorite topic right now. You know, the patriarch let's... has returned. Yes, <laughs> yes. yes, my father. Uh, yeah, yes. wait, your what? <laughs> my father. That's right. My father. Oh, the oh. patriarch. That's right. In case y'all haven't noticed or you know, oh, pay yes. attention to the rest. I'm pretty sure everybody knows this by now. Oh but yes, Bray Wyatt has officially returned to wwe oh yes he, he made his grand interest at the end of extreme rules show after riddles and Seth Rollins match and it was probably one of the biggest pops in recent pops since cody rose returns probably it was bigger than that i think bray wyatt's return was the most anticipated the most wanted return of all the returns of people that were released you know, during that 2020 COVID era when everybody was getting released during those times. But Bray Wyatt has officially returned. He's back on the brand. Looks like he is going to be on the SmackDown brand. But my brothers, look, look we're going to start with Big Hard. You know, how, how do you feel about the patriarch, Bray Wyatt, the fiend, all that good stuff about his return? I'm ecstatic, man. You know, I'm one of the cats that was waiting on it. We knew it was inevitable. I knew he wasn't going to go anywhere else. He wasn't going to go to AEW. Um, he, he's too big of a personality, I feel like. Um, and, and he knows that. He, he knows where he belongs. He knows the stage that he belongs with. He's more theatrical. Uh, so he needs a more big budget company in order to really fulfill the things that he wants to do with his character. Um, I'm tentative about it because we've seen he come in, he get hot with whatever he does, and then he still flounders. So, we, I mean, we'll see. The people love him. We know that. 
they brought him back and they gave him a, a really big stage to come back on. We just got to see if how, how they execute it. I'm excited for it, but we'll see. J-Bo. Uh, I agree, Big Hall. The anticipation is, is huge. We talked about it on the last episode uh, when we were talking about who the white rabbit could have been. And, of course, it came out to be none other than Bray Wyatt himself. I um, Harvey, Joe Gacy. <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> at all. Uh, Big Hard put up a good point. He mentioned that every time when Bray Wyatt really hits a certain point, it just flounders. But the good thing about his character is that you can tell that Bray Wyatt is very invested into his character. The fans love his character, and his characters are memorable. The problem that they had was with creative. Creative letting them have their full way with Bray Wyatt being the ultimate star that he is. But now, since we're under the new Triple H, Stephanie McMahon regime, I feel that we're going to have more of an opportunity for Bray Wyatt to truly shine, especially from last Friday on SmackDown, where he, what I felt was a very good, heartfelt promo. I believe everyone felt that, but he ended it off in a typical Bray Wyatt fashion by continuing his character of the White Rabbit. Uh, I'm, I, I'm very interested where it goes. I have an idea of where I think they should go because speak on it. Storyline. <laughs> uh, we gonna talk about Roman Reigns later, so I'll, I'll, I'll wait till we get to that point, man. Who said we gonna I, talk about Roman Reigns? Why, why are you, why are you different dabbing the other topics that we may or may not talk about? <laughs> all into that daggone shoot. Okay. I, Go ahead and talk about it. All right, let's look back here. Let's look back to when Roman Reigns won the Universal Championship that led him to his tribal chief character. He won a triple threat match against Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman. Uh, Roman Reigns held the belt for the last two years until then. Bray Wyatt, uh, he lost the belt. He had a little feud with Randy Orton, lost his job, and came back all within the time Roman Reigns was champion. So far, nobody has been able to dethrone a champion. Bray Wyatt is back. He is super hot. He got a great character. He's clearly main event status if they book him correctly. I can see, and this is just my theory of what I would like, I can see Bray Wyatt going back for revenge, going back for the championship that he lost, and it could lead up, it, it could be WrestleMania since that's what, in what, five, six months from here now? Like I can see a good build-up because this will give enough time for Bray Wyatt to have one or two feuds, continue to build on his character, the faction that they're rumoring that he'll build. He can do all of that and then go back for his gold at the end. But that's just one point that I can see happen with Bray Wyatt. The sky's the limit, but that that's one thing I can see towards the future. So I'm happy. The point is I'm happy to see where Bray Wyatt goes. You know what? I, I'm not gonna hate because I, I I wasn't a Bray Wyatt fan. And, <laughs> they know it. I wasn't a big Bray Wyatt fan. I I didn't like the Fiend character for the Bray Wyatt before it was cool. I just had this undefeated, unstoppable Fiend character for so long until, of course, Randy Orton beat him and burned him and got fired. But yeah, different story. But yeah. But I was, I was one of the big fan, but like I am, I can say I'm glad that he's back mm -hmm. because we need somebody of his status as big as a top tier status as the head honcho, the head of the table currently right now because mm -hmm. of that next step that can happen, which could lead to this other topic, which we're going to say later. But since we're speaking about it, we've been speaking about it now too as well. And mm -hmm. that was, you know, who would be probably be the next person to dethrone Roman Reigns? He's been mm -hmm. champion for two plus years right now he yeah. has converted into the the part-time champion and everything and 
every in like the people that he's faced on different pay-per-views for the title, you know, were at the point, you know, po- were supposed to be like the top tier main eventers of the business. Or and some of them were just you no know, kind of worked up into it as well, with like okay, decent sort of storylines, like one with Cesaro, one with Rey Mysterio, Jay Uso, that was a great one, you know, things like that. But it makes you think and wonder, like, who would be that next person? You know, personally for me, I thought it would be Cody Rose, obviously, because of his return and all that good stuff with WrestleMania. And it would just lead up to a storyline to then. But, you know, he had that pec injury, and so it's put him on the shelf for who knows how long. He'll probably return to Royal Rumble. If he does that, he'll be electric and fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, probably so thought, biggest mania right there. Yeah, right. so that's why I would think that would be it. But since Bray Wyatt has came into the fold, I'm not mm-hmm. sure right now because it's it's hard to decipher who is the bigger star, Cody Rhodes or Bray Wyatt. And in my personal opinion, and especially how the way the wrestling fans work, we know it is what it is. You know the the quote unquote fickleness, whatever of may people may feel. Bray Wyatt might be bigger than Cody Rhodes. No, I'm just saying it's a possibility. Anything's happened with that. They could always go the triple threat route too, though. That if they that gonna keep the too. titles together. It's been a while since they've done one of those. And that will be another way for Roman Reigns to lose the title without actually without having to be pinned. Yeah. Without having to be pinned because they yeah. want to keep that strong face and like and just I guess keep him tough until he comes back. Because he's after a WrestleMania, he's probably gonna take time off and be gone for a while. And so that triple threat matchup actually makes sense and works out. What, what do you think, Hawk? You, you just basically spoke on it a little bit, so I'm going to let you reflect more. I'm with you. I mean, I agree. I feel like um, that was the plan, was Cody Rhodes was going to um, go for the title, the world title, no matter who had it. I feel like Karrion Cross um, is kind of a failed experiment, in my opinion. They didn't do enough with him in between time. Um, with having Drew challenge and all the extra stuff they did in between there, they didn't do enough to really build him up as any sort of threat. So I feel like Cody Rhodes was always the plan. Uh, Bray Wyatt coming back, I feel like was more of a contingency because Cody Rhodes got hurt, but I feel like it's going to work for the benefit of the company. They needed him regardless of if Cody was there or not. Um, so I think the triple threat is, is the best bet, especially if they choose to keep the titles together. And that is probably the best way to do it. Have one of them beat the other instead of having Roman lose. And then he go away for a while. That's that's just setting up. That's how you build them blocks in the future to keep that stuff going, you know, later on. Yeah. So I agree. I feel like that's probably best. Yeah, I can definitely see that because with that, you know, he loses in that sense of fashion without actually getting pinned or losing the title. Can take time off, can return, and could possibly make that – Rock versus Roman Reigns match for the following WrestleMania. And that would be a good way for Roman Reigns to actually lose and finally get pinned by somebody, yep. but by somebody of a greater magnitude and not somebody that's on like nope. the that's regular roster. The yep. Exactly. And so when it comes to like another match after that, when Roman Reigns finally has a match, when he gets pinned or loses, it won't be like, oh my God, Roman Reigns lost to such and such, you know? So, makes a lot of sense to me, in my opinion. You got anything else to add to that, J-Bo? 
Uh, to be honest with you, I'm I'm sort of indifferent when it comes to Roman Reigns losing his belt, though. Uh, you know, I've I've always been a fan of if you want to keep somebody strong, you can do a triple threat, fatal four way, whatever else, and not have the champion get pinned. I don't know, maybe this is just me personally, but with Roman Reigns being as as strong as he is for the last two years, and now again, I keep going back to the new regime because we've been seeing a lot of changes take place lately. But one thing I would like is for somebody to definitively pin Roman Reigns one-on-one and build that star as the next one. Right now we're having this conversation about, you know, who is, who is capable of realistically beating Roman Reigns one-on-one. And then we talked about Bray Wyatt, we talked about The Rock coming back doing so, Cody Rhodes, but that's it. That's just three names. This is a perfect opportunity to build somebody to realistically pin Roman Reigns. Take a look at Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar has been like a dominant force for years, but Drew McIntyre came in and beat him. It helped him. Roman, Re- well, Roman Reigns. It took a heel turn for people to actually start investing to him. But the point is, you it's can a more than that. Actually, <laughs> I'm being real. I mean, it's all honesty. But yeah, continue. You can still be a dominant guy, lose clean, but still come back strong as hell. And I see that in Roman Reigns. I, I agree. He should take some time off, build up any potential match he has with The Rock, whatever. But the point is, I think somebody should definitively beat him, be the new champion, let him be strong, build on their character, and then continue on. I just think for Roman Reigns, building up such a legacy that he has so far, I think it's a little too safe, too safe for him to lose the belt in a triple threat match or whatever. Austin fucking Theory is going (laughs) to be the next person to the throne room. Because it it clearly slipped my mind. I was thinking, because you were saying that about somebody pinning him, and I'm trying to think of a way of a fair way to pin him, and I'm not seeing nobody right now, but from somebody from the money in the bank standpoint, get somebody, get him weak and everything, and pin him with the cash in and contract, it's a great way, because I, look, Austin Theory just been in the back of my mind. Well, He's been in the back of everybody's mind. I feel like I feel like Triple H now really uh, doing that on purpose. I was going to bring that up because before then, before they really took over, he was, you know, in the spotlight because of Vince. He yeah, was yeah. featured on everything since they've taken over. He's been getting his ass whooped pretty regularly. So they really <laughs> putting him on the front line. I mean, I feel like they're doing that on purpose, though. A lot of people feel like because he was Vince's guy, Vince not there no more, so they like shooting him down and shit. I don't think that's what they're doing. They're doing that on purpose because he in the back of everybody's mind. You don't think about him until exactly. something makes you think about him. So yeah, I really think that that's that's a good point. He might cash in and actually take that mug. This is yeah. this is the perfect because I, I literally started just start forgetting about him slowly, week by week. You know, you'll get yeah, you you'll like get some memories about him because he'll be putting matches and stuff like that and getting these little feuds with like you know Johnny Gargano. Kevin Owens and all of them and lose, but I'm like, dang, he really hasn't been like on that that promo spotlight yet in the yeah. like backstage promos and things like that. It's just been short matches, losses, and like he's been off the team for a couple weeks now. This is the yeah. perfect opportunity just to buy time for people for to forget about the money in the bank briefcase mm-hmm. and cash in. Yeah, clean, clean, exactly. <laughs> Those are the only ways. It's either that. The triple threat way or the rock beating him next year. Those are the only three ways I can see that happen. Right now. Yeah. Dang. That made me think I'm like, I like Austin fucking theory. Like <laughs> man, that is crazy. But we're gonna see what happens in this follow the rest of the year for the season till WrestleMania happens. Anything is possible. 
And mm-hmm. let's say, like I said, we were speaking on all these new names in the business now. Like, we've been having a lot of returns with the WWE. Like I said, mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano, Karrion Cross, um, who, uh, shoot, Hit Row came back. Uh, shoot, and it's Array who came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legado Del Fantasma. Yeah. Uh, damage Control. Vega. Damage Control. Dexter damage. Loomis. Mm-hmm. Dexter Loomis. Karrion Cross now. Yeah, and like all, all this stuff Bray is happening. Bray Wyatt, yep. So yeah, <laughs> WWE is bringing back more people. Brock just it? returned again. Exactly, <laughs> making all these returns and bringing all the old people back. And there's rumors saying that this is not the end of it yet. Yep. So, in question, are all these returns a good thing, or is WWE starting to become oversaturated? And slowly becoming into AEW's loaded full roster as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, I gotta speak on this one because on our show, we try our best to keep that same energy at all times. And we spoke numerous times on how AEW keep bringing in more and more and more people. It seems like one or two new guy or girl to give a spotlight to monthly. And, you know, we spoke on it. And we're like, hey, look, you can't give them enough. Um, notary, you can't give enough attention if you just bring them back, give them maybe one week of shine, and then throw them in AEW dark matches or whatever filler matches because you're putting spotlight on somebody else. As of right now, that's currently what they're doing in WWE with all these returns. You know, like uh, we just spoke off off the show about uh, Legado del Fantasma. They came back, oh cool, great. They're on the main roster, and now it's like they came next week. Uh, I I cool, you know, let's let's focus on the fact that Bray Wyatt is here. Like we couldn't even give them a chance to really shine individually. Then before that, I mean, they're still kind of building Dexter Loomis. Candice LeRae came back, you know, she had a nice pop, but then the next week it was just more filler matches. It's I don't want it to get to the point where you get all these returns from NXTs or even new debuts where we can't focus on them the way that they deserve to be. Um, now, of course, this could just be temporarily once Triple H fills out his, his roster the way that he feels necessary, then they'll probably slow down. But for right now, it's very difficult for us to give the rest of the attention they deserve with a new woman, new uh, tag team, new male wrestler coming in literally either every week or every other week. The OC came back too. Oh, yeah. I forgot about <laughs> it. Yeah. I mean, right. that was back on Sunday. It was a great way how they came back, but yeah. it was... Button. No one expected it. What about you? No, I agree. I mean, I feel like they already there. They already oversaturated. They because people who return are already disappearing, like you just said. Once mm-hmm. that happens, that's how you know that they're just bringing people back just to bring them back, rather than bringing them back and having a plan for them. Yeah. And that's when you run into problems for real. Like it's gonna be a lot of people that are just collecting a check without having anything to do. Mm-hmm. Just yep. because they got hired back on, which is cool for them. But as far as people who were excited that they came back and wanted to see them showcase, they're not going to get what they want. So, um, yeah, they're they already there. That's what both of them are doing. It's like a, it's like a line in the sand has been drawn, and they just picking sides. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the end game is going to be, but definitely they already full. Both rosters are full, and they're just going to keep tugging at them until they got everybody. True. Oh, yeah. L.A. Knight also made his debut or whatever. I yeah. was like, about that as well. But that got shined over by the fact that Bray Wyatt is pretty much taking over SmackDown right now. Yep. <laughs> they might be doing all this because of the Royal Rumble. 
<laughs> real. They might yeah, be yeah. introducing right. all these people. Like I said, so there should be names, no... consistent yeah. names that people know that are going to mm-hmm. be in the Rumble because there's no point in having people who are not on the roster in the mm-hmm. Royal Rumble. Except for Bad Bunny. No. <laughs> no, I will not give you that dude. No, Bad not... Bunny is the only exception for a person to be in the Royal Rumble that's not on the WWE roster. That's it. Everything, all the other 29 spots should be all currently active WWE superstars. I look, no disrespect to Bad Bunny because he's very entertaining for his size and for his celebrity stature, but he had his WrestleMania match. He had his Royal Rumble. I'm done seeing Hurricanes and Canadian Destroyers from him. <laughs> I see yeah. that are clearly coming back, take over the Royal Rumble and build somebody new. I don't want no more fillers that made it. But, I had but, enough- but you like watching Ray Mysterio's son on TV, though. I- Unless if he came back and in, increased his moveset, then I wouldn't be mad at it. If he came back and showed that he can do more than those two things, that's cool. But uh, yeah, other than that, if you're gonna come back and do the same shit, you can stay where you at. No, no, I'm a bad bunny. Yeah, but with that, I I'll say this about all these debuts and returns: mm-hmm. it is definitely great for the tag team division. Yes. Because they, they need to be buffed up some more. We needed more tag teams, and we finally got that now. Now we have a mm-hmm. plethora of tag teams where whenever they decide to split the Raw and SmackDown tag team titles, not make it undisputed, mm-hmm. it, it works out so it's not shoved between two or three tag teams only. It's not shoved between Usos, New Day, and Street Profits. You know, it's, it's, it's good extra. You got OC, you got Alpha Academy, you got, um, shoot, what's the name? Imperium. You got yeah. hit roll, and like we, we got more options now, so it is great for everything. You know, the women's division is slowly getting there. We're just waiting for Charlotte, <laughs> Naomi, and Sasha. That's it. That's really it. Raw is cool right now. SmackDown is 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 limping with you no know, Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan. You know, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, it is what it is, but yes, but we, we need these the big three back. I miss yeah. Charlotte. I ain't gonna lie. Even though you hate her voice hard, she needs to be back. I I miss, I, I, I miss Naomi. Shit. I ain't, and y'all, <laughs> I don't know. No, it's no type of disrespect to Naomi. Wow. I'm just, I like this. I miss Naomi on TV. I miss Sasha on TV. And I damn sure miss Charlotte on TV. It is what it is. I miss that's, Sasha that's, on TV. You said what? Yeah. Oh my God. No, I don't want to know what you said. Yeah. But. <laughs> But with that, it's like now it is over, though. Everything else is just is full now. It It's now for, like, individual singles wrestlers, it's hard. And especially right now, they kind of faded away the 24-7 title, too, as well, because you don't see it no more. So that, that that's going to the wayside. But with this as well, I feel like Triple H has a plan up his sleeve right now, and that is to finally reutilize the NXT brand. Because oh, now yeah. he's putting wrestlers that are on his main roster back onto NXT TV now. And it mm. looks like it's becoming more of a consistent thing, like with Natalia, Apollo Crews, and now there he's back on there as well. I feel like he's going to push more talent that probably won't have as much main event feel, but still have that potential to put them on that card because some of the, the roster on NXT is not up there, especially with the people that moved up and for the potential of people that will be moved up in the future, like with Carmelo Hayes and Brian Breaker, Joe Gacy, and 
uh the guy from um um what's that school again oh you talking about chase uh andre chase yeah exactly like them he's getting called up (laughs) i love grayson waller like like once the once that group is called up they're gonna start utilizing nxt because after the after those people nxt is gonna need some help it is what it is and especially for them to be on cable television and not just on a streaming service yeah. You you need you need it, those faces. Power. Yeah. 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 Off topic. This is another thing that caught my attention too as well. They're about to start that feud between um Braun Strowman and Omos. And you retract back to how they let go of Braun Strowman because they picked Omos as the next big thing. I'm ready right. to see, I'm ready to see that feud in the way. I, I want to see that get back. I want to see what's gonna happen. We already know who's going to come out of that feud. We yeah, already Strowman. No, no question. Yeah, yeah. almost not one. He's not. If anything, I see him going back down to NXT in the next year or so. Like yeah. I, I can see that. That's his best bet. Yeah, he's he's just not believable enough to me. Uh-uh. No, nope. Braun Strowman looked like he'd be tearing people apart. Yeah, mm-hmm. Omos does not. I feel, like Every, match, I feel like that match might be a little sloppy, but yeah, we're gonna it's see. gonna be ugly. I feel like it's gonna be real ugly. Yeah, I'll, real I'll be more interested if he comes out in that ninja outfit that he did before. It won't make the match better, but I'll be more interested. <laughs> and oh yeah, last topic. Oh, well, did we? Yeah, we touched it. Then, yeah, Jake Paul. Yeah, let's talk. Let's talk about him real quick to end off the show real fast. Yeah, why, why, why are you stressed out hard? Good, man. Good. <laughs> What's wrong with Jake Paul? <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's wrong with Jake Paul? What? Speak. Go ahead. We, we talking about Jake Paul. Go ahead. We just... I don't understand the title match, man. I don't I don't understand it. <laughs> we, we all don't, but it's here, though. I, don't I come it. to the realization that, uh, what, Crown Jewel, whatever, that's not, yeah, Crown Jewel is just, it is the is the money making show. No titles ever get you know changed on the show. It's it's, it's for them out out there, you know, just a, a money getter. You no, know, because they got all the big names, brands, you know, advertising ambassadors. I, I completely understand it. And Jay Paul probably has like a contract or something where okay, I need a title match. I'm like, well, let's put him on this one, shit. <laughs> I mean, it was either gonna be him or Goldberg, so it was like it was your choice. <laughs> Goldberg makes more sense, though. I mean, I I'm tired of Goldberg. I'm sick to my stomach of Goldberg, but he's actually has credentials. Jay Paul doesn't have any wrestling credentials. He's had two matches. I understand it's for for the money. I get that, but he's had two matches. I'm not with it at all. Can't be. As as a wrestling fan, there's no way I can support that match. That just doesn't <laughs> that does not make sense at all. Not saying it's for the money and they're gonna make money. That's cool, but that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. True. I'll tell you on as, that. As a wrestling fan, that's all I'm saying. And he's not terrible. I I admitted that he wasn't terrible. He can he can go. I don't feel like it's gonna be a terrible match, but the match itself doesn't make sense. It doesn't. The match itself would only make sense if Jake Paul stood aside from his outside celebrity ventures. He became a full-time wrestler, and he's putting in matches week after week after week like everyone else. Because then, not only is he putting in that regular work, he can take his celebrity status and help him out for these big matches. 
fine. I will invest into that. But Harv already mentioned he had two matches, only two matches so far. And he's already going against Roman Reigns for the belt. Again, this is clearly publicity. This is clearly money. This is clearly uh, 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 an opportunity to put a big match together. But without the work being involved, it's sort of, I know you mentioned like Goldberg has more of a credentials, but it's sort of like, you know, you got these wrestlers who are coming back who just randomly get title shots. You know, it's, it's, it's that same feel that I give with me. The only difference with Jake Paul is that he's, he's still, even after two matches, he's a celebrity. He's not a wrestler. He's not a wrestler. Yeah. If, he, if they had, they announced this shit like a month, two months ago. Mm-hmm. If he had wrestled between now and then, yeah. two, three, four matches, I wouldn't have this great. Yeah. Build it up. They announced it and he hasn't done anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that, I would feel better if you were there <laughs> actually doing the shit that you're going to get paid all this money to do for mm-hmm. the third time. You know, that, that's that's my biggest gripe about it. You don't, that's not respecting the the the, the product. The, the, you know, in the product is money. You're making the money, so you're respecting right. the product, but you're not respecting wrestling. In my opinion, is that at that point it's just it's, it's just a show. That's mm-hmm. all it is. It's just a show. It really That's, is. You know, it is what it is. I don't even think Hunter wants this match to happen. To be honest with you, I really don't. Well, it's I a think- deal. Like it's some. They have to. They have to meet a certain status quo. They got to you know draw a certain amount of money and viewers and stuff for it. Well, it makes sense. That's why I'll never knock it for the money. You know, me personally, I understand that part. It's yeah. just trash. <laughs> It, it really yeah, is like at this point because it's like, like I said, two matches already, and like he's getting a fight Roman Reigns. Like he just jumped, hop, skipped in front of everybody just just for the hell of it because name is Jay Paul. Well, the undisputed for for both of them joints, right? Yeah, and, you know and he ain't gonna win it. It's the it's. it's yeah, I mean, he he better not win if if Jay Paul if Jay Paul wins the undisputed title. This yeah. this this will be the last episode of Another Rose Podcast ever. This will be this will be the end. This will be the end of this podcast right here. I, I'm I'm shutting I'm shutting shop down. Like this is it. I I don't care. Like you know like fuck this shit now. I'm like th- thank y'all for the support. We will try to make the episode sixty, but it is what it is now. I'm like <laughs> right. So we were if Jake Paul wins, <laughs> see y'all wrestling community. <laughs> we would have zero uh, to talk about. Right. Man. Should we should have an episode where if he does win, me, you, Harv, we just sit, just stare at the camera for a good 30 minutes. Just <laughs> <talk to laughs> like and that, then, like that's probably like that's like I that's that's ugh, I, I can't think of nothing worse than that. <laughs> I can't. I really can't think of anything worse than Jake Paul winning the undisputed title. Random question: Rather, who would you rather win, Jake Paul or uh, uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. Jr.? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I don't know which one I hate more right now. <laughs> Uh, uh, Damn, shit. Let me yeah, out. that was good. That was good. That was. Pump this brakes there. Damn. I, I just because off the fact that you no know, Ray Mysterio's son has actually wrestled matches. Go ahead and say it. But Jay Paul is a better wrestler. <laughs> he would not let it go. Yeah, I, 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 Ray Mysterio's son could. Yeah, I, I pick him. 
There you go. Good. We that shit, that wow. shit. That shit. That shit made me sick. <laughs> I didn't think it could be done. Dude, I, I that was, that was a hard ultimatum right there. He like. I, I never thought I'd hear that. I never thought it would happen. Think wow. of that. I can't think of anything worse. I was willing. I was willing to bet money on that with that, that question. Was, that, that, that was that was worse right there. But I don't know if it, it was that much lower. But shit. Oh, <laughs> Because like even with Jay Paul, like when he can, he's he be on TV now, it's not fair no more. Like that that cheering that they have for him at SummerSlam is is gone now. It's back to like why are you here again? Like get off my get off TV, get off the stage, like get off the mic. Because yep. you're not there putting the work in. Exactly. They made a big deal about signing this contract, like he was actually going to be a part of the roster. Yeah. <laughs> to give him a title match, his very next match after signing that contract. Was the world title match? No, like what I'm cheering for. Right. What the hell? That's crazy. They respected his performance for what it was. I respected it for what it was. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you should get a world title shot. Right. No. Most people who are wrestling fans in 2022, they respect wrestling to a degree. Even right. if you are a diehard WWE fan that in, enjoys the entertainment aspect more than wrestling, you respect wrestling, professional wrestling. You respect that. That's what it is at its core. So that's just, I feel like everybody can can feel that. Like, that's just right. Because I, I definitely respect the hell out of wrestling and wrestlers. Like, even with the shit I, I do now inside with just being a manager, like, ain't it would ain't no way in hell I would try to insert or enforce my way of trying to be on a main card show or wrestle for whoever's title. Mm-hmm. I, would, yeah. I would even want the belt. I'm like, no, I'm like, don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> me boo like that no but like saying that's just it's it's really wild that he just got put on this pedestal so instantly within the third match of wild that's wild even even before bad boy it's crazy <laughs> but with that that's all time we have for today <laughs> for episode 59 thank y'all for listening thank y'all for tuning in thank y'all for watching thank y'all for support we appreciate all the love and, and effort with Bringing in our notoriety, you no know, sharing is caring. And thank y'all for sharing y'all hearts and y'all attention for this episode. And we're about to sign out. But before we sign out, y'all gotta do this one simple favor for us, and that is to I ran out of water, but y'all can follow us on all social media platforms at KTL underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, No Rose Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, No Rose Podcast, all podcast platforms, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, L Podcast, Poppy One, everything, and don't forget to get your merch at ProWrestlingTees.com slash KTR Podcast. This is episode 59. Mm. Hashtag KTR. Know the Roast Podcast. Hopefully this is not our last episode. (laughs) Shoot. But for now, we are out. Big hearts. Similar to the main reason why Jake Paul is even going for the universal title. Tell them. Oh man, they do. Potentially for the last time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you with this. Pump those numbers. That don't compute in my mind. I must be out of mind. Your black fist high. Rally up before we out of time. <laughs>